0: All right, hello everyone. Welcome to episode thirty-six of the Go Getters Podcast, Startup Week edition, sponsored by Northwestern Mutual.
1: Right. Oh well, thank you. Yes. Yeah, we'll give we we'll Startup Week
0: we'll give them a plug. Milwaukee Startup Week. Um, we're honored to have Jackie Steinmetz from Excellity Marketing, Ed Javier, consultant, and our first two-time guest on the podcast. Um, Camino American Bar and Eatery, Patron of the Year and founder of Starter Milwaukee, Matthew Cordio.
1: Welcome back. Great to be here and great to have an, an all-time record somewhere.
0: Yep. <laughs> you are you are holding it at two. She could get defeated, but um anyways, let's let's dive venue through this awesome week-long event. Last year, all three of you are very involved in it. Um Why don't you give us the rundown of Startup Week, why people should
1: come, what they should expect in 2017 this year? Yeah, so Milwaukee Startup Week is a a great opportunity to really celebrate entrepreneurship in Milwaukee, um, celebrate the value that entrepreneurs add to our local economy, um, educate entrepreneurs that are looking to start up their companies in Milwaukee, and really connect companies, uh, large established corporations like Northwestern Mutual, like Aurora Healthcare, um, to the startup community and get them engaged in helping grow our ecosystem here. So we've got 35 events on tap, um, at least, probably by the time this comes out there will be more. Um, and we we can't do it without, we have over 25 community partners uh, that are hosting these events. Um, and. Uh, yeah, and what did I miss?
2: Yeah, it's uh, well, the partners, the community partners is probably one of the key things why we originally did this. Uh, when we thought talked about this, it was everyone was doing their own thing and the whole community seemed siloed, right? And we're like, how can we bring these guys together? And let's do this event and we'll all get everyone to do their events. That way we can also get the community to see how much is going on, right? Because... If you're only on the food and beverage, you only see that world, but you don't know that, oh, there's all these other things going on for entrepreneurships or startups in the city. And that was one of the key things we wanted to do was get them together and break some of those walls down.
0: Yeah, very cool. And Jackie, what are you looking most forward to this week?
3: I think what I'm most excited about is the launch conference, which we're speaking at together. Yep. Um, and essentially- what, what day and time? It is November 9th, right? Thursday? Thursday, November 9th, yep. And it runs all day. And essentially it's everything you need to start a business. So there's legal tracks, there's sales and marketing, which Richie and I will be talking about. Um, and it, even if you started a business and maybe you don't have all of those bases covered, like everyone should attend. Last year was so valuable, I did my session and then I went and popped into other sessions and learned a lot. So...
2: And how much is it? Free. Yes, totally free. free,
3: open to the public. Thank you for the prompting. Appreciate
0: it. And yeah, pretty much all the events November sixth through twelfth, so a week. I think after this will air. Um, so definitely encourage everyone to check out Startup Week. Can you guys just give us all of you? Um, you know, started businesses in Milwaukee, have been involved. So I'd love to hear you know your brief backstories. Jackie, let's you know start with you.
3: Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think all of you know that actually Excelity is not my first business. I started a cookie company. That's how we met. It actually. is. It is. Um, so sweet we,
0: monkeys, sweet right? Sweet
3: monkeys. Yeah. So we actually bought the name and some recipes from a woman in New York that was selling her restaurant and thought that someone could make a business out of these cookies. And so... We like built it from the ground up, and like a lot of hard nights cooking, making the cookies ourselves in a kitchen, packaging, doing demos at grocery stores and stuff like that. Um, and actually, Sweet Monkeys helped fund the beginning of Excellity. So when I was working at SciWave, which I'm sure you guys are familiar with, mm-hmm. um, I decided to leave and start consulting. And you know, when you're consulting, a lot of times at the beginning you don't have any business at all. So we were kind of like working nights and weekends on Sweet Monkeys, my husband and I, and getting um, Excelity up and running. So, I don't know, that's kind of my entrepreneur story. And now we do inbound marketing and lead gen for B2B software and service companies. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Ed? Cool. Yeah,
2: so I come from the startup world way back, 2000, <laughs> during the first <laughs> dot .com days, right? I was with the startup. Uh, startup I was with was cars.com down in Chicago. and. Uh, From there, I've been on what, three or four startups now? And most recently, uh, I was overseas running a startup uh, and we sold it. And my wife's originally here from uh, the Milwaukee area, so after that stint, we moved here. So it was uh, pretty interesting going from somewhere like Chicago to the wild east, I would call it in Asia, of uh, the startup world there. And then coming to Milwaukee and seeing that, okay, this isn't so bad They have electricity, (laughs) (laughs) Things run, your servers don't go down, Mm -hmm. and uh, it shouldn't be as bad as what people were talking about or what I was reading about uh, with the ranking of Milwaukee as a startup world.
0: Yeah. Before we get into your amazing story, Cordio, let's touch on that, because obviously Milwaukee ranks near the bottom of metro areas in startups. as a transplant, what was your uh, initial impression before you got here, and then uh, let's talk <laughs> about you know the state of startups in Milwaukee.
2: Yeah, so I told my wife, "Why do we want to move there when I, there's no way I'm going to find a job there, right?" Um, but I just started networking, and it's small Milwaukee, yeah, right, which is great because I was able to meet lots of key people uh, like Matt, and say, "Okay, you know what? I can get involved and help this out." And that's how I get involved in uh, helping the startup community. And that's kind of like been my passion right now. Of, uh, what can we do? You can't do any worse than being last. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So anything we try is going to get us up there.
0: Well, even in... I'm from here, so you obviously have a different perspective working in startups in Chicago and all over the place. Um, so, you know, I started my company out of school about six years ago, so this is pretty much all I've known. And I see a lot of cool shit happening right now, opposed to when, kind of, I started, and obviously the Commons is a big program, bringing, I think, the 25 area universities together and putting on those student programs. Um, but anyway, I, I see, you know, good investment groups, good funds, the Commons, other initiatives going on like Startup Milwaukee, mm-hmm. Startup Week, um, Generator, Golden Angels, etc. Is that on a higher level in other cities? Or does Milwaukee have kind of an image problem, a confidence problem, a branding problem of getting our message out into the national marketplace? <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs> uh, probably the uh, the key issue is this group that I'm with, we're trying to figure out what are the key issues. And it can boil down to one problem. When you gotta, when there's issues like that, you gotta figure out why is it? and it's essentially the culture of uh, being risk averse. Mm-hmm. That's what happens here in the, the region. It's part of the culture, and I don't know if people really accept it that much or just say, yeah, that's how we are, but you can change that or make it easier. So the investors, they're risk averse. They don't like to invest in ideas. They, they're more of the private equity type where, oh, they're making money? We can invest in that so they can make more money. Mm-hmm. And then you've got folks that have ideas, but they're scared to leave their job and that comfort of getting that paycheck to get their ideas out. So one of the things we're trying to do with Startup Week too is how can we get, make it easy for those people to take that risk by educating them, right? Yeah. Here's here's the game plan or with investors, hey did you know that there's a, the state gives out a tax credit if you invest in startups?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Those are the kind of things that we're trying to do and if we can't move people locally, well we can start importing them that's what happened to me, yeah. right? It's pretty easy. It's Chicago. We can steal from that.
3: Well, and I mean Milwaukee has an image problem, right? I think we would all agree with that. Yeah. And there are tons of organizations and businesses that are all working on making Milwaukee better, but no one's doing it together. And that's a big part of Startup Week is we're bringing all of those companies together and bringing a lot of the people that are active in the community together to try to make Milwaukee have some positive news on a national stage. You know, yeah. what do you see about Milwaukee in the news? It's not always positive, and I think that we can change that message.
1: And it's been pretty cool to see with uh, Milwaukee Startup Week this year. We've gotten attention from Chicago. We launched Reverse Pitch Milwaukee with Northwestern Mutual, and uh, you know, we're on the homepage of Chicago Inno, you know, And any time that I think uh, the Milwaukee skyline takes over the the homepage of a Chicago uh, media outlet, I'm for something not related to sports, because we do that all the time, <laughs> um, you know, I think that that's a true success uh, for our region. And, and we also are attracting some national events, too, uh, to Milwaukee during Startup Week. One is uh, an SBIR conference focused on helping biohealth entrepreneurs um, gain access to the SBIR grant program, which is essentially free federal money for startups in the bio-health sector, health tech sector. Um, there's also uh, gonna be a pretty cool global entrepreneur summit event that we're one of three cities that were selected by the State Department. Um, and Ed is really the guy behind a lot of that, so.
2: Yeah, so exciting stuff where, why did they pick Milwaukee, right? It's like, there's things, things happening here. And I guess our job as a community is, we shouldn't rely on or traditional media to talk about how great we are. Mm-hmm. We have, social media is the perfect outlet for that. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And that's what we need to do is get that out there because those are the people we want here anyway.
0: Right? Yeah. And uh, we heard Jackie and Ed's backstories. Cordio, do you want to talk about kind of how you started your company and how you started Startup Milwaukee and did you envision this week, you know, Reaching this level of success or this magnitude, you know, before you and that kind of started it last year.
1: Yeah, so um, about six years ago, I was a student at Marquette, got the opportunity to go through a now defunct um, accelerator program uh, called 94 Labs. It was a great experience. Yep. Um, got the opportunity to gain some funding for my startup. Got the opportunity to meet a lot of cool people who I still are in my professional network and still doing really amazing things in Milwaukee, whether it be the guys from rock and cat or the guys from generator really a lot of that activity came out of you know this 94 labs program so um, the startup that i worked on uh, there didn't really pan out uh, as most startups do so ended up um, realizing though through that experience there wasn't really a place where entrepreneurs could come together and talk about their challenges or really celebrate like their wins you know commiserate over the losses Uh, and just kind of, you know, build momentum in the local startup community. So, uh, myself and some other entrepreneurs came together, just started meeting informally. Over the years, we've done a lot of different things with Startup Milwaukee. We've had a co-working space called 96 Square, which is now the home of uh, Rent College Pads, which is a really great startup success story here in Milwaukee, where they have over 30 employees um, doing millions in revenue um, and uh, have enjoyed a lot of success. So you know, we did 96 Square. We helped launch the Commons uh, program, which is really getting young talent exposed to innovation teams at uh, large companies here in Milwaukee, as well as you know, allowing uh, students to experiment with starting their own startups. Um, and uh, you know, we had a mentorship program. We do several series of events, uh, several of which are happening during Startup Week. But you know, a lot of that's grown. And I think uh, the other thing people don't really... Maybe notice this uh, in the in the uh, in my spare time uh, or my full-time job. I, I run a tech recruiting <laughs> firm called Skills Pipeline. So I've, I've been really excited, uh, been running that separately, kind of of Start of Milwaukee for six years. But in the past couple months, have merged Start Milwaukee and Skills Pipeline to really create a platform where we can really think about how do we attract and retain and grow tech and startup talent here in Milwaukee, and um, it enables me to focus on what I love to do all the time, which is just help entrepreneurs build cool companies, help talent connect to great companies that they want to work for, and and make Milwaukee a better place to live, work, and play. Awesome. Awesome. And, um,
0: you know, obviously the entrepreneurial ride is a roller coaster <laughs> quite often. Would you guys share a kind of a big obstacle, a story where you faced a big obstacle and persevered through it.
2: Oh, I got a good one. So Kick it off. Right. Kick it it's off. 2008 was this real estate market crash, right? Well, I was at a realestate.com at the time. So it, that meant laying off everyone on your team. So that was probably the hardest thing. It's It's easier when you're kind of like you see it come in, you you know, it's going to happen, but then when you have to tell someone that, okay, we're going to have to let you go, and let you, you know how startups are where you work really closely with everyone, right? Yeah. It becomes family, and now you're laying off these folks, and that was probably the hardest thing, but you learn from it, and you move on, and you take what you learn from that and apply it to everything else that you're
0: yeah, what was it, what was the main thing you got out of that, or the main takeaway? It's
2: just treating people the right way. Yeah, right. It's uh, it's not. Here's the news. Right. Bye. It's kind of like, hey, walk them through it and just be there, give them that moment to absorb it. Yeah. Right? That's the that was probably the hardest hardest
0: thing for. Me. Yeah, we've all probably had to uh, let someone go. It's never easy. Yeah. Never easy. Um, Jackie or Cordio.
3: I'd like to chime in. Hmm. I don't know if I have like a specific story, but more kind of overarching experiences, I guess. Um, <clears throat> I guess as a woman in business, I have a different experience than a lot of people. Like when I started consulting, I was often the only woman at the table. Um, some of my clients would bring me to stuff just because they wanted a woman at the table. And I think that like... Learning to say no is a really big obstacle that a lot of women have in business, and so my first year or two, you know, as a consultant, was just kind of taking whatever I could get and didn't have a really great vision and just trying to figure out what I wanted to do and saying no to the things that weren't a fit for me or weren't a strength or weren't a strength for me um, and stuff like that. So. I would just say that's something that I learned early on mm-hmm. in, and now maybe I say no too much. I pride myself in being like really good at mm-hmm. saying, you know, no, that's this is not a fit. Yeah, I, th- I think so too, but- We're
0: honored that you said yes to come on the show today. <laughs>
3: yes, yes, yeah, so I got text from Matt Cordio. Sure, I can do that. Um, yeah. a lot you know, of convincing. Yeah, no, I, what time is it? Okay, i um, Yeah, and I think that, again, that's an obstacle that a lot of women in business have to overcome is knowing when to say no, and how to kind of control that perception of yourself as a professional woman. Um, yeah.
0: Are there any other difficulties, you know, being a female entrepreneur, because, I mean, the startup events you go to are pretty, they're usually 80 plus percent.
2: It's changing. It's yeah. changing. We're always, we're, we're, we're always doing accounts. We actually will start that. showing up again. <laughs> I count how many women are in there, and they're usually grouped together, which is kind of the funny part. It's but all my team,
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I keep
2: telling them, like, i like, yeah. I need to break you guys up and talk to these other women.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, other obstacles. You know, I think that I maybe don't experience some things that other women do, because I was always taught to, like, play in the man's world, and that's totally not politically correct or anything like that but um, just like growing up uh, I was always taught you know to stand up for myself and to do these certain things that have helped me know how to function in the business world yeah so I don't know I mean I think women face a lot of obstacles in the business world from our small numbers at the top and the investment numbers are slanted toward men and their ideas and stuff like that and a lot fewer women come to the table Right. You know, with those ideas and I think that women are more risk averse and aren't taking those risks so yeah God, we could do a whole podcast on we this we could, <laughs> our, 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 last, our last
0: guest my Aunt Mary Burke yes. whose episode is out by now um, just started a foundation called Building Brave to pretty much help empower women, especially in the business world so mm-hmm. yeah, you can look out for that, anyway, Cordio I bet
1: you're Oh exciting Well, this is, I think, I think this has been the... uh, Love the enthusiasm. uh, This has been the startup community's, I think, largest obstacle. I'll kind of address that. Um, You know, I think that over the years, it's been really challenging to build startup culture and really, I mean, to go from, you know, the lowest-ranked metro area in terms of startup activity to, you know, top 10 would be great. But, you know, moving up you know are or, or really gaining momentum in the startup community. It's taken a long time to break through kind of the Milwaukee culture and try to change it um, and I think that's our biggest obstacle and still a, a large challenge today is how do we get you know established forces in the business community um, you know engaged in the startup community in a meaningful way and to really see the value that startups add to the local ecosystem which you know i I say we're, re, we're nearing level two engagement with the startup, uh, you know, corporate kind of relationship. So level one is they realize the startup community is a great place to get talent um, and acquire talent. And that's, that's great um, because if a startup fails, God forbid, uh, you know, we have a lot of great companies that will hire uh, talented people that have the experience of working at a startup. Um, where I think we we're, we're nearing and getting to is more meaningful engagement between the corporate community and, and the startup community, and you know we're seeing things like reverse pitch, uh, Milwaukee that Northwestern Mutual is doing, um, you know where they're essentially offering to uh, fund up to eighty-five thousand dollars in a very entrepreneur-friendly way, um, you know some high-growth startups that they that solve challenges that they've identified as a business. Um, You know, that's, I think, a really interesting and and exciting program that solves a real problem that Northwestern Mutual has by partnering with the startup community. Um, A second, uh, you know, example of that is, you know, Aurora Healthcare kind of under the radar. Their innovation team has been doing some great stuff, partnering with startups like um, IdeaWake to kind of crowdsource employee ideas to help um, and develop new innovations at Aurora. Um, and Aurora also and we're doing an event called Ignition, um, which is a new event series that Start Milwaukee is doing, focusing on, like, how do we build stronger collaborations between established companies and the startup community, and Aurora, uh, their director of strategic innovation, will be talking with um, a guy named uh, Ed Bartel, who's the CEO and founder of Amopti, and Aurora uses Amopti to optimize uh, their emergency room experience, so they... Um, Amopti is a remote telemedicine solution where um, a physician in Aurora Clinic can be seeing uh, really uh, patients all around the state, um, getting a physician in front of um, a patient much sooner than they would given the traditional uh, emergency room experience, and, and they've done like fifty thousand patient visits through Amopti, and that's an example of uh, of a startup that you know strategically Aurora has seated. So I think. You know, really that, you know, development of corporate, uh, meaningful corporate engagement with the startup community is something that we're we're seeing and we're going to see more of, I can tell you, um, in the near future.
0: Yep. Very cool. Um, so we've talked about some of the issues that startups have in Milwaukee. Let's go more on the positive side. Why do you guys think Milwaukee is a great
1: place to start a business? Access to talent. Um, cost of living Mm -hmm. Um, I'll call it quality of life
2: right mm -hmm. you take uh, the lifestyle for the amount you if you're out in the west coast you you, it's not even close Mm -hmm. just having a family and sending your kids to good schools Right? right those are the quality of life that Milwaukee has that I don't think a lot of cities can beat
3: I think small walkie is a really positive term for a business owner. Like it's easy to talk to people because people in Milwaukee are so friendly and it's easy, it's not easy I guess, but to get new business, you know, there is, when you work with each other. And companies work with each other they really trust each other and get to know each other and refer business back and forth and stuff like that so we have clients in Milwaukee and out of Milwaukee but the ones in Milwaukee we've been able to get a really good relationship with and I don't know everyone in Milwaukee is so friendly there's like two degrees of separation here you know we all know each other and whatnot so
0: yeah and I can definitely echo that statement starting you know out of school just kind of by going door-to-door to companies, obviously I pivoted my business, um, but it was very, I would say, easy to build a network going out there, get access to kind of the people you needed to where you probably couldn't in a larger city and I think that's one of the big benefits of starting off in a place like Milwaukee or Small-Walkie
1: as you guys have said. Yeah, it's been interesting, you know, my day job tech recruiting, um, you know, we've seen an increased amount of interest from people that are living on the coast that have connections to Milwaukee um, or the Midwest uh, reaching out actually to us which is always it's fun when like somebody from Google reaches out and wants a job in Milwaukee at a tech startup or a, or a tech company because um, you know those are really talented people that are really actively starting to look at how do I get back to Milwaukee and, and experience all that that is to be experienced and have fun with here
0: yeah for sure Um, last question I'd love to get all your opinions on is what advice you'd have for entrepreneurs that could be young old who are thinking about starting a business I would would say our, our main audience of the podcast would be kind of the millennial crowd so any 20 somethings early 30 somethings who are contemplating starting a business any advice that you guys would give to them I
3: can go Yes. Um, I think that, so I talk to a lot of people that are thinking about starting businesses and meeting with me to say, like, where do I start or can you review this for me? And Just start, you know, like you don't have a business until you have a customer. You don't even need a fancy website. You don't need like get a business card and get started figure out what you want to do and go out there and sell like you can always kind of backtrack and build all of that but the mistake I see people making is spending tons of money building that foundation and thinking through everything and taking years to get off the ground and it's almost like analysis paralysis you know like you're looking at all the options and thinking about everything you have to do and getting so overwhelmed as you want to have your brand and your website and everything legally in place you can just start you know and kind of figure it out on the back end now that might be a little risky but I that's the advice I always give people
0: I mean it can be a lot less risky because you're not dumping a ton of money into it at the beginning and I agree. nothing ever goes as planned pretty much or some things do mm-hmm. but you're gonna have to pivot and adapt so yeah I agree put something out there see how the marketplace reacts and then go from there and learn
2: right
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah the uh, there's resources that we talked about and then there's it's small hmm so you put those two together you can get pretty far quickly Yep. by talking to people and seeing what the resources
1: are there to help you with well um you two stole my advice nah. um my advice is come to milwaukee startup week uh, or wisconsin startup because we're in 10 cities across the state november 6th through 12th um, and really build your network, and get the resources you need to get started. Um, and don't wait. Yes, November sixth through twelfth. Thank you guys for coming on.
0: It's great having thanks, you, and thanks. very very excited to see what Startup Week 2017 brings. We'll see you there. All right. Cool. <laughs>